Deep Knitter contains explicit content. It is also fact-checked-ish. We try our best. Listener discretion is advised. This is Deep Nerder, the podcast where we talk about true crime, nostalgia, murder. These are your hosts, Kelsey. I'm Jill. And I'm Britt. Booyah. Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed in the coffin. It's on, like Donkey Kong. Also... I'm going to cut this out of the podcast, but on Friday I had to go for a pap test and I was really not happy. That sucks. I haven't got one of those in years. Dude, exactly. So I, I phoned, <clears throat> if you're interested, I phoned Aquarius Medical. A lady receptionist answered when I told her what I wanted. She was immediately available. She was like, yes, absolutely. We'll book you in. I'm like, that's the first time it's ever happened to me. Cause usually like the receptionist deflect like, no, no, no. So they did it. And they're like, are you comfortable with Dr. Martin? And I was like, yeah, just get me in there. And I'm like, fuck, man, I'm going to get a dude. And then when I got there, Dr. Martin was this gorgeous woman. And I was like, thank God. Like, literally, literally, when I walked in the room, I was like, I'm so happy you're a woman. And she started laughing. And then she's like, yeah, and you're 87. So our vaginas are the same age. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Amazing. I was like, like, I'm I love you. I'm sorry. I'm like I also I also said to her, I'm like, I'm sorry you have to look at my vagina. Like I'm sorry. Oh my god, right? I'm always like, I'm so sorry you have to get a face full of that. Yes, yes. But no, she was super cool and I really appreciated her. So that's bomb. Yeah. Highly recommend Aquarius Medical. You know what? I take good care of my teeth, so the other end of my body is not a huge deal. I mean, it's not until until cancer happens. I have three credit cards. I'm ready. You're ready for cancer? <laughs> ready to max them out. <laughs> Can I have your mother's phone number, please? <laughs> I'll, text, I'll text it to you later. Okay. All right, what's up? What what are we doing today? We're keeping with the tradition of, of low-rise jeans. Ooh. And we're going to cover the show that made me so stressed out this week watching it, The Simple Life. Nice. Wow. I love fucking Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. I had I, I had Wow. I had, I like, I struggled with them in high school because, like, Dorena's and, like, eating disorders and stuff. But, like, as a 30, 30 plus, as you called me, thank you so much for that (laughs) individual today. I I have so much admiration and respect for those women. They're so cool now. And I see why they were the way they were during that time period because that was, like, what we idolized in the early 2000s, I feel. Yeah, and it was the jobs they were offered. Yeah. They filled the roles that the male producers offered them. It was wild. So you can actually watch The Simple Life on Prime. Damn. And then I think in America you can watch it on, like, Hey You or Hulu. It begins with an H. It didn't affect me, so I didn't it, look it up. It's Hulu because I, we are Canadian, and I can confirm I have Hey You. Cool. Ooh. Well, they have it on Prime, but they only have seasons one through four. Oh. Uh, so I indulged myself this week in season three, 
And then I went back today and watched season one. And wow, if you want some real gold, seasons one. Oh, sorry, I watched season two because of, yeah, they're all so confusing because the show's kind of the same. And if I'm going to be honest, I'm mostly looking at their hair most of the show. Or their outfits, right? Or shoes. Yes. It's the hair and the outfits. The hair for me was like, A, it's all I look at because I'm fucking crazy. Mm-mm. But this it's is pretty like re- reasonable. This was the time when like hair extensions became like really in and people were kind of realizing like, oh, if I have short hair, I don't have to. But we didn't have all the varieties we had. So I'm pretty sure they had like fusion bond or like eye tip, which is like single chunks of hair. Can confirm. Yes. So they just look that. noodly. They look like noodles, hair noodles everywhere. You can basically see their short hair straight through it. It all looked wet. Yeah, and they always have that little mushroom halo on the top where their, like, tiny-ass layers were. Because, like, let's face it, in the early 2000s, like, nobody knew how to properly bleach hair. I have a picture of myself with hair like that. Like, I'm just imagining your haircut now, and then if I tried to put extensions on it. (laughs) Like Brittany. Sorry, Brittany, we love you. Oh, that was a rough time, too. That was her fault. They should have just let her... The fucking stupid contract. They should have just let her, like, rock the short hair. She would have been a queen. The only person allowed to do that was, like, Sinead O'Connor, and she was barely allowed to do that. She, Sinead O'Connor was not allowed to do it. She just did it. And then Pink. Yeah, but that's why we love her. Well, Pink can do whatever she wants, because she's the best. I know. I love Pink. Jordan loves Pink. I love Pink. Me, too. Pink Pink was my only savior during <laughs> high school. I like found her first CD, Can't Take mm-hmm. Me Home, and I was like, I've found my people. I had misunderstood. And I was like, whoa, she wears low-rise baggy pants. She's so fucking cool. Yeah. So cool. Hence how I look but, today somehow. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like literally. <laughs> fucking literally. This is why this is why Jordan was like her. <laughs> who did who do I idolize if I look like this? Uh, Boy George? Yeah, fucking Boy George. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I was like, it can't be like Miley or Rihanna. They have cool mullets. Yeah, Boy George. Cool, I'll see myself out. George fucking Michael over here. <laughs> no, no, no. It's definitely Miley. God. You're too cute. You're cute. Well, Boy George was super cute before. I'd rather be Boy George. Boy George is crazy cute. But this show has been wild. I'm probably going to keep watching it, like, mix it in with my Boy Meets World I'm still watching. This is a really great show to just put on and like, days I'm having a rough day. Like, I can put this show on and remember in one episode they didn't know how to make soup. So they put soup in a metal pot and then put it in the microwave. And they didn't understand why it smelled like it was burning. I hate soup so much. But also, (laughs) I went through a soup phase when I was younger. Uh, and I also put a metal pot in the microwave. Oh my god! But like Dude, you were younger. You I was younger. I wasn't. A, I wasn't a functioning at all. No, no. They're older. But I. But I knew something was wrong when I looked at the microwave and there was fireworks in it, and I was yes, like, like "There's fucking sparks." Like when and you then, accidentally get a piece of tin foil in there, and yeah, you're like, "Oh shit!" And then my parents had to get a new microwave, and I was really upset, like emotionally crushed because. I knew that they weren't prepared to pay for a new microwave. <laughs> Never did it again. Is it is it scarred in my brain? Well, yeah, clearly. At least I know you'll be okay if I ever need you to cat sit for me because I do not have a microwave. So we will be set. No, but I'm good. And I've successfully kept three pets alive for a long time. And my cats are 13. 
I mean, you do have a husband, so. No, he doesn't do anything. Are you serious? I mean, I never see him while you're recording your podcast, so I can only assume he's doing the housework chores. So I just assume. Okay. That bug is back. Get the bug away from me. Yo, first of all, not to get personal here, but I was like a vet tech for a couple of years, yo. Well, I'm just saying, I never see your husband. No, he, I mean, he's alive. Maybe he was the vet that you were teching with. (laughs) I fucking wish. I would love that vet money. I wish. No, instead he's a stupid stunt double. I appreciate his work. It allows (laughs) me to watch movies I like. Thus, he's doing great work for me. So, the weirdest part about The Simple Life was watching it and also reading about it. Because I can tell the moment when I, like, reading about the seasons, I can tell the moment where I stopped caring. Yeah. And I I feel like, once again, I phased out of it. Like, I wasn't into that whole kind of, like, Valley Girl, California, super skinny. Like, I wasn't into that anymore. I was kind of over it. So I kind of phased out of it. I did have a friend in high school who was super into, like, Paris Hilton. And she was very like, oh, my God, that's hot. And I love her for it because it suits her so well. But I just couldn't do it. I'm like that now. (laughs) I'm like that when I that's like my customer service. Uh, Oh, I saw somebody online refer to it as like not your persona, but it's like you turn your avatar on and get it dressed to go work for the day. And I was like, oh, that's fucking. Yeah. Like when you turn on your customer service and you're like, oh, my God, no way. That's crazy crazy like, dude that's exactly what it is yeah nailed it so I feel like they kind of embodied that like when early 2000s like that was what we idolized like super the super skinny was still really in like being like super skinny no butt low-rise jeans long hair super tan like party girl vibe like you wanted to be famous for doing nothing but also not party girl vibe because heaven forbid you were a slut oh my god no so it was like it 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 was it was an it was unattainable it was an unattainable like value which is yeah it was horrible but i was like it's the same like eras when we talk about like darina's or like Mm -hmm. The Olsen twins, Misha Barton, like when you're looking at Marissa on the OC and you're like, wow, why is she wearing a scarf in California? Oh, she's okay. really cold. You know, you know the movie uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yes. When um, Jason Siegel goes to the beach and meets Paul Rudd and he wants to teach him how to surf? Yes. He's like, do more. Oh, yes. no, do less, do less. You're doing too much. Do less. Oh, do less, do less. I feel like that scene embodies the body goals and style goals of the early 2000s for women yeah it was just unattainable we could not do it <laughs> like no muscle no bum yeah. but be super strong but never eat you should yeah. be wafy but you should also be like fabulous and I was like totally. what and then Megan Fox came out and like bless her beautiful heart because this is not her fault at all and I love her but like she rolled out and was <laughs> Oh my god, she was like, I'm super beautiful and I yeah. have titty and I got booty. Effort- it's like, damn, what? Effortlessly gorgeous and symmetrical and was like, I work on cars. <laughs> I know, right? Like, <laughs> thanks for nothing. Like, Michael Bay, 
what the fuck? Go make I a porno. Just, like, just go make a porno. I love porn. Just go make a porno. Like I couldn't do any of that, so I was just sitting in my basement, like average size, like learning HTML for my fucking Neopet store. Dude, I was like, I'm never going to be that hot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was literally in my parents' den, learning HTML, writing my Horseland website, not Neopets, but same yeah. same. <laughs> and then like hating Megan Fox because I was jealous, and now as a 30 plus lady, I'm like. Fuck that noise. What a gorgeous gem of a person that was exploited. Anyways. Ah, the simpler times. The simple right? life. I mean, was it though? But no. Yeah. So basically the premise of this show, which was on from 2003 to 2007, it was basically they took Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton, who were like socialite BFFs. Mm-hmm. They put them together and then they made them do like, at quote unquote like average or like working class jobs mm-hmm. and they weren't allowed to have their like cell phones or credit cards so it was just like them their dogs and then they get sent around different places or do different things and they had to like live like average people <laughs> which is like <laughs> what a weird concept this is like there was a show and it was called like breaking amish or something like that, where they took, like, Amish kids out of Rumspringa and stuck them with, like, party American kids and just blew their minds. And I'm like, was this how it felt for Paris and Nicole to, like, be like, we're going to teach you how to work at a Sonic drive through And they were like, oh, my God, that's hot. I don't know. But didn't the breaking Amish kids, didn't some of them get, like, really severe cocaine addictions? Maybe. I feel like I read that. I know some didn't go back and some did. And they were like, what the fuck did I just live through? <laughs> the yeah. apocalypse. Well, yeah, we live every day. I don't think that was a good idea for a show. Oh, my nope, God. This bug is back again. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah. The, the bug is just going to be part of the podcast. He's going to show up a lot or she they they will just appear. You should you should credit him. Credit to the bug. So the simple life was inspired by the TV show Green Acres. Which was where, like, two rich, like, socialites, kind of, like, super rich people, he's like, oh, I really want to, like, live on a farm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that. they go, like, send them off to the farm. I kind of compare this TV show more to, like, a show, a movie I watched, which was called For Richer or Poorer, and I don't know Mm -hmm. if you ever watched it, but it was Tim Allen and... Yeah, Chrissy Allen. Chrissy Allen. And they, like, run away from, like, tax fraud or something like that and become Amish. I have seen that yeah and like this is kind of what I associate it would be like a normal person like cutting off technology and living like on the land but they're like so far above that like they cut off technology and they're like what do you mean I have to have a nine to five Monday to Friday yo like the concept of that stupid fucking for richer for poorer movie right now it's like two really fucking fancy white people are like, we don't want to pay our taxes. Tax fraud. Right? Like, the hardest problem they have is not paying Yeah, they're, they're just gonna jump off the government radar and pretend they're Amish. Like, <laughs> like will I watch it again? 100%. Am I mad at the storyline? Yeah, because, yeah. like, that's some Bezos situation. Yeah, some, some like, some pre-Bezos white dude was like, this is this is what I, th- this is, this is my movie. worst nightmare. Yeah. Wild, bro. God. <laughs> what are you talking about? Just go learn another language or so, something. God damn it. So originally the simple life was going to be cast as like Paris and her sister, Nikki. 
Mm-hmm. They're going to be cast as like the Hilton sisters going off to do stuff. But like, as we all know, Nikki kind of didn't Nikki. like being in the spotlight as much. Yeah. Like Paris kind of fucking came out and Nikki was always just like kind of there, but like the equally as pretty, like slightly brunette, like awkward sister. Uh, no, I wouldn't say she's awkward. I just think she was just like. But she was like shy, so she well, would always just kind yeah. of be there. Whereas Paris would be like, "Ciao, I'm here. This is my small dog. Her name's Tinkerbell." And Nikki was just like, "I'm Nikki." Yeah, <laughs> she just. I think she just wasn't interested, which I respect. I, I respect both sides, you know. Mhm. Yeah. Because if it was if it was me, I'm going to wildly speculate right now because I have two sisters. But if it was me. I would imagine I would be like, and then my other sisters would be like, no, we're good. And that's just their their personalities. I feel like I'd compete with them. They'd be like, blah, blah. And I'd be like, fuck you. I'm going to do it harder. Let's do it. No, I'm just my, I'm just, that's just me. I'm just like, let's go. Until I'm not because boundaries. Boundaries. Important. So obviously Nikki didn't join. So they cast Paris Hilton's then BFF, Nicole Richie. Let's go. So, I don't know if you know a little bit about Paris and Nicole. So, Paris Hilton, she turned 40 this year. Like, fucking five stars. I had no clue. She's flawless. Yes. So, Paris Hilton, Hilton, she's obviously from, like, the Hilton Hotel heir of money. So, her family owns Hilton Hotels. I want her to adopt me. Oh, my God. Like, you could be her new Tinkerbell. I'm just a little younger. I'm like, I'm right there. I'm cute. Mm-hmm. I'm useful. So she she got into, like, modeling. She became, like, a socialite. Like, we were all about socialite. What was she doing? Where was she going? What was she wearing? She doesn't really, she didn't really do anything. She was just there at the time. She did nothing. She did nothing. And I respect but that. <laughs> this is when all those, like, shirts came out with, like, her saying, like, that's hot. Or loves it. Like, loves yes. it. And I remember everybody was saying that it was just, like it, it bothers me like the napoleon dynamite quotes bother me like that's hot like it all bugs me a bit yes but she went through her ups and downs she her whole life has been portrayed as like really ditzy and really clueless but then like recently she's come out and been like i'm actually really smart and that's how they portrayed me but like i'm actually a really successful businesswoman but okay but She's popped off on TikTok, which is kind of cool. She's teamed up with, like, JoJo Siwa and stuff. And then she's still popping on Instagram. And she's got a podcast. And she also has a Netflix cooking show. I saw that. Which I was like, oh, add that to the list, too. But, like, her her coming up being like, yo, I'm actually smart. I'm like, yeah, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't. I shouldn't to just, like, be party, but also, like, your hair, girl. You know better now. But But, like, Paris... She always had, she was always in control. You know what I mean? Like she, the the media had their narrative, but she seemed to kind of always be at the forefront of the narrative. Watching this show, it either proves that she is an insanely good actress or like she had to learn to be smarter because this show was really hard to watch her and Nicole do things. Because they were just so out of touch with normal reality of things we do or, or like things they did. I'm like, why the fuck do you think that's okay? And like I maybe think, it was for the ratings or like maybe they actually didn't know better. 
I dude, I don't know, man. We will never know unless we ask them. But I, I personally feel like they're just riff. Can you imagine if you and your best friend, you and your best friend got paid a fuckload of money to go film this weird ass show? And it, the more ratings you get, potentially the more money you got. If Emily and I were like, if someone was like, yo, we're going to give you X money and you're going to go to this farm and you're going to learn how to like wrangle cows. I don't know. Whatever. Like, wouldn't you try harder? Wouldn't you be like, want to prove people like, oh, I'm smart? No, man. The ratings? Like, absolutely not. I'd be like, my nails are going to be an inch longer and I'm going to fumble around and I'm going to have the most fun with my best friend and it's going to be hilarious. Oh my God. It was so frustrating to watch. But I think it's just because I'm old now. Totally. But could you imagine like you come, I, like, I'm just, I'm just like, anyway. No, I get it. Yeah. And, and I'm just old come and cranky back, now. Come back home and I'd be like, Jill, Jill, watch this, watch this, watch this. Like, and you're like, you and Emily know how to do that shit. I'm like, I know, but it's hilarious. It's like, look. <laughs> like It's like jackass. Yeah. For our version. I don't want to say for girls because that's sexist. That's Jill ass. That's us ass. So she teamed up with Nicole. So Nicole's actually Lionel Richie's adoptive daughter. Yep. She also has an alter ego called Nikki Fresh, who's a yep. rapper. Uh, my girlfriend's in love with her. Very familiar. I've never listened to it. Nikki Fresh is a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole thing. I've never listened to it. I feel like as soon as somebody's like, you should listen to this, my, I just go, no. She's like, I also... automatically don't want it. <laughs> She's also married to somebody from Good Charlotte. Oh, my God. I was going to say, she did what we all dreamed of doing when we were younger, and she fucking married Joel Madden. Like, but I guess- personally would have gone after Benji Madden, but that's like a Cameron Diaz thing. But guess what else? What? The drummer is my cousin. <laughs> Why have you not, like, can you get me some merch? Okay, I'll no, ask because, you off air. Get because we're stuff. not... We're not, my dad doesn't have a good relationship with his family and we're not close, but. But you could, you could extend that olive branch and get me a poster. So I'm going to message him on Facebook and be like, you've never met me before, but we're actually cousins. And he's going to be like, you're a crazy fan. <laughs> you say, I got, do that like an ancestry thing. I just should like prove that. it. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Get me a poster. I, I'll do my best. She also has a jewelry line. And then. I remember Nicole being in the media a lot, too. For So watching season, this is, like, horrible. We're going to talk about, like, body sizes. But when yeah. you look at season two, I think it's, like, episode two or three. But there's a scene where they're, like, showering after a job. And they make it all, like, and they, like, yeah. zoom in on Paris because she's all, like, skinny and hot in her bikini. And then next to her is, like, Nicole. She's in a one-piece And she's super fucking average size, but in the 2000s, that was considered overweight. Like, anybody bigger than a size 2 was pretty much, like, overweight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly, yeah. And then I feel like because of these scenes and stuff being seen, I know, like, throughout the show, Nicole got smaller and smaller and smaller, and then she yeah. was eventually, like, hospitalized in 2006 because she had an inability to gain weight. Mm-hmm. But she said it wasn't an eating disorder. But I feel like growing up in that time, like, I would have a huge issue, too, especially being in the spotlight, especially, like, Paris Hilton being your best friend. I'm super glad she's, like, healthy now. 
But, like, I didn't realize how normal she looked when I rewatched this show because when I watched it, it's when it was first out. And yeah. my brain had been conditioned to think, like, any girl that didn't look like those girls, like, we were con- kind of conditioned to be like, I'm never going to be enough. I know. Well, ex- that's exactly what we talked about in the last episode, yeah. too. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was pretty hard and it was unattainable. Like, like earlier, I mentioned. It was just this kind of mystical achievement that wasn't okay. possible. And as young women, you know, we, you know, we had no, we didn't understand. But like as like grown, grown ladies, grown women were like, fuck, man, like that was such a misogynist culture and we mm-hmm. didn't have to subscribe to it. But like we were, it was so it was early on and we were victims to it. And it fucking sucks. Like I lost personally I lost so much time so much time mm-hmm. like worrying about that oh my god when worrying I, about something that didn't matter oh my god if I like there's there's years there's years like there's shit where Emily's like do you remember when this happened and I'm like absolutely not because I was like too worried about what I was eating or too worried about what I was not eating mm-hmm. like fuck so dumb now if I want it I got it I don't even care oh god exactly me and my best friend went out for dinner and it was an hour wait for the for old spaghetti factory so we went and got pre-game tacos and then went to old spaghetti factory and then also took our taco leftovers which was rice and beans back to our hotel room where we ate it immediately after we got home amazing like Um, fuck it Kate Moss said, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Girl. Girl, nothing feels as good as enjoying a meal and not giving a fuck, period. Nothing feels as good as biting into the food you have been fucking craving. But like, not even even craving. It's It's like nothing is better than just eating your food and being like, this is awesome and not okay. worrying about it ariana grande said Period. yes i want it i got it exactly so the show it went on for five seasons uh but by season four fox had actually canceled the show because mm-hmm. one of the reasons was nicole and paris this is when they stopped being friends mm-hmm. and they had a falling out so they decided to cancel the show but then it was picked up by e where the two girls, like, figured out their situation, got sorted, and then said, like, okay, we'll come back and film it. And then by 2007, both Nicole and Paris uh, were being faced with DUIs. So this is when Paris actually went to jail for 23 days. I actually looked this up because I was like, ooh, crimes. <laughs> I know, right? And then <laughs> the cr- two rich girls drunk drove and then got off with a slap on the wrist. I mean... Nicole got four days. Ma'am, smarten up. Like, I'm, I don't, I, I feel like that should be the precedent. No one died. I feel like that should be the precedent across the board. No car for you. Take it away. Yeah. Because so, I have done dumb shit. I have yeah. too. But if I could afford a fucking Uber driver everywhere I went, you bet your buttons I'd never drive again. Yo, there's there's an Uber driver today 
Well, since whenever they came out, yes, absolutely, fucking yes, totally. Don't drive drunk. That's stupid. Oh my god. Well, they have limos. I'd be like, drive me everywhere. Thank you. Uh, you know what? You're right. Fuck me. Go fuck yourselves, girls. Like you have limos. If I had a limo, I'd take it everywhere. Mm-hmm. So after they reconciled their differences, drinking, driving, no, bad, bad. No, sorry, my stance. Bad. That's not good. Well, never. Obviously, we're not I silly. Was, I was sounding like I was in the middle there for a second. So I'm gonna make sure it says Kelsey loves it. And then mine will say, Jill says that's hot. And then we'll no, get sued. No, it'll be like, Kelsey says sorry. And Jill says, if you say so. <laughs> Kelsey, sorry. Are you Kelsey or Jill? Do you just agree or do you apologize? <laughs> so the two girls signed on for season six and seven. But they ended up like the network was like, oh, we've decided to like go our separate ways. And then Paris was like, yeah, we've decided our friendship is great. We're going to end it on like a good note. So it was kind of like. Okay, How, why did the show end? Nobody really knew, but it, there was no drama when it ended. Then they tried to re- reboot the show, but they tried to cast Kelly Osborne and Kimberly Stewart, who is Rod Stewart's daughter, as like the cast. And then they were like, no, we don't want this. Thanks. Thanks, anyways. Kelly, <laughs> uh, would she want to do that? No, she also was like, yeah, I want to do it. And then she's like, no, this is no. Yeah. And I was like, thanks, Kelly. We appreciate you. So Are you wearing a hoodie as a scarf? Well, yeah, I was wearing it because I was cold, and then I got hot, so I took one arm out, and then I got hot again, so I took the other arm out, and then I rolled both my sweatpants up to my knees. Yep, cool. Okay. This is just Continue. who I am today. I had a 7.30 p.m. coffee, okay? Just leave me alone. <laughs> yep, I can tell. <laughs> Keep going. Oh, my so, God, the bug hit me in the face. Yeah! <laughs> Okay, go, go, go. So the premise of this show is they basically take Nicole and Paris, they take away their cell phones and, like, all their credit cards and, like, most of their status and send them to places where, like, people might not know who they are. So every season is different. So in season one, they lived with the Letting family and they lived there for one month and the whole premise was, like, they were supposed to live on this farm and learn how to do, like, hard work. Yep. But they were really bad at it and actually caused a lot of, like, issues being there. And they had to work all these different jobs. So, like, they had to help, uh, a, like, a, what do you call it, a milk harvester? What do you say when you're, like, you a milk collector? My <laughs> a dad? Dairy farmer? A milkman? <laughs> a dairy farmer! A milk collector. They had to help, uh, like, a dairy farmer move, like, his load of milk supply of milk i like load of milk they had to move the load of milk he had a big load of milk (laughs) and they ended up like (laughs) spilling all of it and then they worked at like a sonic drive-in ruined everybody's fucking food ruined the store and then they also had one employer in one of the episodes and they took like their credit card and like fucking racked it up all over town just buying stuff like they it, it's it's hard to watch because like maybe it was for the reviews and maybe it was like maybe it was like all set up but i'm Yo. also like oh my god the sheer disrespect to the people that work so hard like it was very hard for me to try and stomach season one because i just like i get mad when I have a coworker who's slightly lazy and I was like, Oh my God, if you came into my work and we're just fucking shit up, I would lose it. I would say it's a thousand percent for the ratings. Cause I don't believe, like, I think I feel like, okay. Just having like worked 
a smidgen in film and like the job that I do now, I feel like they would go back and they'd be like, what if he like just like took his credit card and like went around town? They're like, yeah, do it. We'll reimburse it. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think like, they I, must have had to pay everybody back for stuff. Totally. Obviously, I, they're super rich, but. I don't think that maybe the victims, the victims, I'm doing air quotes, were probably in the loop. Like, I think it was probably maybe real reactions. I don't even know. It was too hard. Yeah. I'm currently watching season two, which is the road trip season. So this is the season I remember the most because it's when they gave them, like, a bright pink truck and a silver Airstream, like, trailer. They gave them a pink fucking truck? A pink truck, and then they had to drive the trailer, like, around, and they'd camp at, like, different campsites, then have to go work these random jobs. And it is fucking wild. Like, I don't think Nicole knows how to drive or doesn't have her license, so Paris is always driving. They have no money. They have no idea how to, like, do anything. It's so hard to watch. And this is the season, episode one of season two Paris is riding a horse and she's like, how do you make the horse go faster? And the guy's like, you would, you would kick it. And then she's like, like, how hard, how hard would you kick it? And he's like, you would just like, like kick it. So she like kicks the horse and fucking takes off running. And she like flies off the horse and the horse like tramples her. And this was hard to watch because they have it on film of her being like, I don't know, like, how do you make the horse go faster? Oh, my God. And then when she's leaving the hospital, like, it's all over the news. Like, Paris Hilton injured, like, filming her show. Oh, my God. And she's out of the hospital. And they're like, do you have any reason why this would happen? And she's like, no, it's never happened any of the times I've ever ridden a horse before. Like, I don't understand why he would do that for me. And I'm like, so you Nope. And you're on tape fucking kicking it. And then she like really is like, I'm really like, there's no internal bleeding and like, I'm not injured. And like, fair enough. She might've been hurt, but bitch, you know, if you know how to ride a horse, don't fucking kick the horse. Uh, yeah. No, she didn't know how to ride a horse. That was, yeah. Well, uh, can can confirm ride. as an experienced equestrian. Yes. You don't kick a horse. I know not to kick a horse. Well, you do if you want if that. If you want react- to go faster. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like in the middle of episode three. It's wild. Uh, I'm still obsessed with their hair. Uh, (laughs) But I also started with season three. That's what I started with this weekend. Because I was like, this is the one where they're interns. So they travel everywhere by Greyhound bus in this season. And they have like 40 bags each. It's ridiculous. And they get dropped off with different families. Then they have to go do internships. And if they complete an internship, they get $100 cash. And this is where they start calling me. Yeah. It's like a hard, well, an internship would have been free anyways. No, in Canada, that's illegal. They're in America. It's a simple life. It's America. Right, 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 right. right. And this is where they call, like, I remember they would call each other like, hi, silly. Hi, Billy. And also where they're like, they say it a lot. It might have been in other seasons, but they start their song. I don't know if you remember it, but it goes. Is that? Okay. So that's where it's from. Bailey Syrian does that. And I didn't understand where that was from. If you could find a sound clip of that fucking song, put it in. It will be in your head forever. No, I, I I know it because Bailey Sarian, the murderer makeup chick, does that song in her intro. And I thought she made it up. 
No, it's it's uh it's definitely a simple life thing. Yo throwback. Kids ah. throwback for the, the Sayorinos. Dude, I feel like I should like I got feelings. Are you gonna DM her? Message yeah, her on the next like, time she's alive. Yeah, and just be like, I just want you to like me because I think you're cool. <laughs> just say hey silly, hey Billy, and then send a picture of Tinkerbell. Honestly, I think that's my move now. I like it. So also in season three, this season had a little bit of like spice and I watched this episode, but there's, they're working at like a funeral home Mm -hmm. and they're so like, I don't know if it's true or not once again, but they're so fucking disrespectful. They're trying to take like a loaded casket out of a hearse and they like drop it and they like spin it around and they're so goofy with it. And then there's another scene where Nicole like knocks over an urn filled with ashes before a ceremony and she just vacuums it up. I would say that's definitely like, not I, real. I really hope it's not. Dude, yeah, because, like, with, like, the legalities around, like, no one gives a fuck about animals, but the legalities around a dead body are pretty Pretty specific. bonkers. They're pretty specific. So I think this was the season where I clocked out, because and season four is called Till Death Do Us Part. Mm-hmm. And this is, like when they're fighting so this whole premise of this season is they get to stay in LA Mm -hmm. but they basically go to different families and like act like they're the wife or the mother of their family and see who does it better gross it's fucking a weird premise for the show and then this season caused a lot of drama because at the end of this season this is when Paris and Nicole are like Paris is like I need to talk to you and then Nicole goes like so talk and then the show just ends because like there was real life drama so they really like made it so people would watch season five mm-hmm. season five I didn't even know fucking existed um maybe I've seen it I it'll unlock maybe if I watch it but I have no recollection of this season but it's called goes to camp yeah. So they open up and they're friends again and they like reenact how they became friends again. And they basically go to camp and it's a camp called Camp Shawnee. And this is where things get very kind of like, you know, in the hills and like Laguna Beach and they drop the fucking fake wall. No, I've never watched that. Oh, my God. Can't wait for that episode. <laughs> You're going to lose your mind. But basically they drop a wall and they're kind of like, maybe some of it was fake, maybe it wasn't. So their camp counselors at this camp called Camp Shawnee. And then Camp Shawnee is on a real place, but it's not a real camp. Mm -hmm. And this is when they became camp counselors and they had five different types of camp that like stayed there over the episode. So they had a wellness camp, a pageant camp, a couples camp, a survival camp and a drama camp. Mm -hmm. And then all the like people that went to this camp were supposed like, oh, I'm just a child and I'm here. But some of the people that were in the show have, like, been seen in, like, smaller commercials and, like, acting gigs. And, like, one of the nurses is, like, an actress. But she's also a nurse. And I'm like, okay, so everybody was hired. Yeah. Like, even the, in the campers. So, like, they, the show was, like, super staged. And then, like I said, they were signed on for season six and, six and seven, but they decided not to go with it. Yeah. But because The Simple Life was such a, like, popular concept, there are 11, like, remakes of this shows in different countries with different social aids. Really? And I, like, I had no fucking idea. Like, why would you want that many? Like, there's one in Brazil. We had one, but it was French, and it was called La Vivre RL. Oh, my God. That was my first. Of course we had a French one. Yeah, and it was with, like, two people. I have no clue who they are. 
There was Belgium, Estonia, Germany, India, Israel, Italy, Serbia, Turkey, Uruguay, and United Kingdom. I sounded Estonia. like I was going to sing the continent song it by did, the end of the next. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But Esto- like you, you, you got me at Estonia because Brendan Fraser in the Polly Shore movie and Zeno Man. I haven't seen that. Oh my God. Watch it. Brendan Fraser. I really want to watch the United Kingdom's version because it's called The Simpleton Life. Oh my God. And like five stars. And also like if there's a thing we know, like Europe does it better when it comes to like reality TV shows. Yo, because they're racist and awful. But like it's just so much extra. But that's what I mean. That's what I mean. They're so more, there's like we're self involved, but they're like that next level of self involved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have like king queens and stuff, but I was like, wow, I would probably watch that. Um, <laughs> and then it just there was like it 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 was like a thing like the simple life. When I think about it, it's just such a perfect like two thousands nostalgia like era filler. I know about it. I know what it's about. I didn't know season five existed, but like, who cares? I don't want to go to camp. I, I feel like if I had to say, like, seasons one, two, and three are, like, iconic. Season two is amazing. That pink truck I want is that truck. amazing. You should see my dumbass dog right now that's dragging her toy along the side of my chair, being like, please grab it and play with me. And I'm like, I can't right now because it'll make too much noise. Go but on. that's what I keep looking at. You oh. should, like, just tie it to the table or something. She just jumped on me. She just wants to play. Okay. But yeah, great job. I'm really happy we covered it because I've had a really fun time just like watching it. It is like, like I said, it is mildly frustrating, but I also feel like that's the age I'm at. And like maybe because I've managed businesses before, I fucking hate when my employees are just like tits. Yeah. So. That's it's, why I hang on to the fact that perhaps, not the fact, the idea that they were perhaps scripted. I, like, really hope it all is because it's mm-hmm. just, sometimes it's just so hard to watch them. They can't do anything serious. Paris just says ooh all the time. Nicole's really confrontational. It's just, oh, my God, it's just so hard. <laughs> it's Catchy. so hard to watch. It's, it's Jerry Springer. <laughs> it's, yeah, but I love it. Like, Love them both. So glad they're killing it. I'm glad the show exists. But oh my god, I never want to hire anybody who acts like that. Yeah, it's a platform to learn from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, ready? Yes. So, great job. I am unfortunately not doing Crime Light today because it wasn't on the menu, but... We have a full plate. We have a appetizer. We have a dinner, and we have a dessert. Oh, I'm very excited. And it's all full fat. So let's go. So December fifteenth, twenty fifteen. Ooh, twenty fifteen. Neither of us know what we were doing. It was a while ago. So in Council Bluffs, Iowa, six thirty p.m. Dispatch gets a call. A woman in like a like 40 year sorry excuse me a woman about 40 years old she's calling her name is Liz Golier and she's been shot in the leg and so she she 
gives a very distressing call. She's panicking. She's bleeding out. Like the the police call was very it was it was not good. <laughs> like it was it was very panicked. I didn't like listening to it and like fuck this this chick's dying. So anyway, she's shot in the leg. She calls the police. She tells the police, I'm laying beside my red Toyota. Uh, I was walking on this trail. I was coming back to my car. And this this woman showed up. And she shot me in the leg. And she took off. Jesus. Emergency responders arrive. Liz is, she's losing so much blood at this point. She's losing consciousness. So immediately they rush her to the hospital. Police at that point, while she's going to the hospital, secure the park. They have helicopters coming in. They're looking for anyone in the vicinity, but they can't find anybody. So let's rewind this to three years earlier. There better not be shit on a towel in the fucking woods this week. I fucking wish there was on this one, but there isn't. This one is just like. Why? Yeah. <laughs> like, nope, there's no poop and I'm bad about that, but we're going to go this way. Okay. So three years earlier. So who the fuck is Liz Gullier? I don't know. Who is she? Like, what the fuck? So she was born in Michigan in 1975. She was unfortunately dealt a pretty bad hand when she was born. Her dad died very early when she was a baby. And then in her early years, her mom was out for a walk and a car, like, lost traction on the road, drove off the road and killed her mom. So, like, that fucking sucks. So Liz ends up in foster care and she bounces around there for a while, but she ends up being adopted by like a really loving family. So that's super cool. And uh, they have her up until after high school and she decides she's like, I'm going to move out on my own. I'm going to handle my own life. So she moves to Omaha, Nebraska, all by herself. Big move. Big move, big move. Yeah. So at this point she... So she moves to Omaha, Nebraska. She ends up meeting a guy, and they end up having two kids. They've been together for a while, but unfortunately, around 37, the relationship ends, and they like they just it's just not going to work. So she decides to try online dating. So Ugh, that's the first mistake. I mean, you and I say that, but <laughs> but also, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I tried online dating once. Uh... I didn't like it at all. I've never online dated. I met Jordan Pre online. Well, no, that's not true. We had plenty of fish, but I just never did it. It's a nightmare. I met Jordan the old-fashioned way. My sister-in-law was married to his brother. <laughs> uh, I met Tara drunk at the club the old-fashioned way. That's cute. I like that, too. Thank you. Re- I really like that. Meeting someone drunk at the club is my favorite. It's pretty good. It's so good. Okay. In the pre-COVID world, mind you. All right. Rip. So Liz is like, fuck it. I'm hot. I'm going to online date. Good for you, girl. Do it. Just watch those red flags, you know? So she finds this 35-year-old dude online named Dave Krupa. And she's like, yo, I like him. Krupa. Krupa. So Dave was also recently, he also recently ended a relationship that had lasted about like the same as hers, like about a decade. They also had kids. So, you know, it was, it was, they aligned their, their goals kind of aligned in that sense. Previously, Dave's ex 
was a young woman named Amy Flora. And like I mentioned, they had kids. So they had two kids together. They were never married, but they did own a house. They had the whole like house, white picket fence thing going on. But then the relationship didn't really go anywhere after that. So they just amicably separated, which I think is really cool. Anyways, so Amy, his ex, Amy Flora, she was from Council Bluffs. So when they split, Amy wanted to move back there because her family was there. And then Dave was like, well, I'm a fucking super dope ass dad. So fuck it. I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to move back there to be near my kids. Can I say how much I respect that? Like, good job, dude. Yeah, dude. So they were very amicable. All right. So when Dave moved back, he like looked around for a job for a while. He ended up finding a job at a repair shop. And then because he's there and his ex-wife is there with his kids, he's like, shit, I'm lonely. So I'm going to look for a date. So he went naturally online and he started dating, like casually perusing the online dating field. And Liz ended up messaging him. So at first they were like having a really good time. It was fun. They were back and forth. It was a little spicy. They enjoyed each other. They were hanging out a lot. But then by the time around like the fall area, they kind of fizzled out. Um, And also like probably to add to this, Liz started casually talking to another guy online. So Dave, because Liz has already had already been kind of, casually talking to this other dude online, Dave started talking to another single mom online named Carrie Farva. So she was like super intelligent. She was a computer engineer. She was very extrovert. She was super fun. And like she, there's a quote that says she was not afraid to take a couple shots. Like she was like, oh, like, um, yay, yeah, a good, I'm gonna go. a good time. Totally. So she was pretty cool. Um, Carrie, though, also had a son. The son was 14. His name was Max. And she was quoted as saying she's an excellent mother. She never missed any of Max's stuff. She didn't want anything from anybody. She didn't want anything serious. And she had very high standards. And, like, her most important precedent was Max. So, Dave. So, Carrie, Dave had met her online. But then I guess Carrie came into the repair shop that he worked at. So, Dave kind of was like you know, want to go on a date and Carrie's like, yeah, okay, cool. But Carrie made it very, but Carrie made it very clear from the beginning that she was down, but she did not want a relationship. She was a career woman and she would had her kid first and she wasn't interested in like establishing any kind of relationship at this point. I appreciate the bluntness. Absolutely. And Dave was super cool. Dave was like, yes, I agree. I have my kids too. They're first, they're here, their mom's here. I'm not exactly like that's perfect for me. So they had established, in other words, like the most perfect, no strings attached relationship. They were killing it. Can you imagine how chill dating would be if people were actually like really upfront with that stuff? Like you meet somebody and you're like, I'd like to have kids one day. Would you ever like to have kids one day? And if they were like, no, I never want kids. Like you just saved yourself like fucking time. Yes. And actually, funny enough, yes. So, like, my ex, I was like, I never want kids. He was like, yeah, okay. And then after I left him, he was like, 
oh, I thought you would change your mind. I want kids. And I was like, fuck you. No, like absolutely. And he's like, oh, I thought we'd get married and a month later. You'd want kids. I was like, no, I was explicitly clear, sir. Like I've always been. I feel like it's more likely if like somebody doesn't want kids, I feel like it's way less likely that they're going to flip and want kids. Like, you know what I mean? Then mm-hmm. somebody, maybe somebody who wants kids and then something happens and then they're like, you know what? No. Like, I feel like that would be way more common because it's like a big, it's a big fucking responsibility. You know, I, like, I had, ugh. I had a weird hormone moment through COVID where I was like, do I want kids? That's called and boredom. You were at home alone. Yeah. You wanted another pet. And I was like, no, I don't. I'm sorry. My hormones are doing weird things. I'm like, just deal with me. And now I'm like, no fucking way. God damn. Can you imagine how satisfied you would have been if he like fucking found your Furby and like shoved some batteries in it and gave that to you for two days? Like that would have been cured instantly. (laughs) A thousand percent. But like five stars, I feel like like I can say this because I don't date, but I feel like it would be super chill if people could just be more upfront with dating and it wouldn't be like that notion of the crazy girl. Yo. Like if you want kids, fucking say you want kids. If you don't want kids, you don't want kids. If you want to live in a house, an apartment, you want to travel, like just fucking be upfront so you're not wasting somebody's time and getting hurt. But I think like the crazy girl like demo was. Trope. Was, yeah, trope, thank you, was created from like the terrible social aspect of women like constantly trying to be available for men it was created from misogyny i know but if you say that now like i feel like if you said to a guy or somebody or somebody were dating on a first date and we're like i really want to have kids in the future a lot of people might be like whoa crazy girl you know what i mean no 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 that's called being honest you dum-dum like right that's called honesty fucking i got precious fucking time because like if i was single If I was single and I was dating, I'd be like, I don't want your babies. I do want your dick. Um, You know what? Yep. Like, knock on wood, because I'm lazy. But if I ever had to date again, I would definitely, like, I charge $70 to $110 (laughs) per hour at work. I'm going to start a fucking tally from the minute we start talking what time it is and what day it is. And if we break up, I'm going to calculate all that fucking money, split it by the good times, and you owe me that much, fucker. You're getting nil claps. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> worth, motherfuckers. Love it. Okay, back it, to your case. Okay. My case. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Carrie. Carrie was an excellent mom. Did I say that? She had very Thank high standards. You, but I love her. Okay. Yes. She had super high standards. She was all about her kid, Max. Uh, she was not into the, 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 like, she, she was dating around. She was, like, not yes. into, like, one person. So she was living her best life. And Dave was a rock star because Dave was like, yeah, that's cool. Do what you want because I'm doing that, too. So they really worked out well. They only actually ended up seeing each other for about 14 days, which is too bad because I think they could have, I think they're on the road to success. But anyways. Carrie was so cool that she, I shouldn't say she was so cool because she was, in my opinion, a totally normal woman because she found out that Dave was still friends with his ex, Liz, because like Liz and Dave met online and they were dating. Did I, did I say that or did I skip that? That Liz and him were dating? Yeah. Yeah, they met. Okay, cool, cool. So, yeah, right. They fizzled out. Okay, cool. Sorry. I'll delete that. So, anyways, um, 
Carrie. So Carrie knew that Dave and Liz were still friends. And Carrie was like, yeah, that's totally fine. I don't care. As she probably should be. And like, that's pretty normal. But then one day in November, Liz had to pop by Dave's apartment because there are some extra items in the apartment and she ended up bumping into Carrie. And which I mean, like, that's fine. Like Dave wasn't ever actually worried about that. But then Liz came back to Dave and was like, dude, your girlfriend was calling me a bitch and like saying all these really vulgar things to me. And it was very uncomfortable. And I just, yeah, like it was really, really awkward. Yeah. And like for Dave, like this is his ex lover, best friend. He's like the fuck after the encounter, uh, Carrie starts messaging Dave, like really weird stuff. So like, like I mentioned, they had already established, they have this like super, um, like, very forward amicable relationship where they're very open everything's healthy but carrie starts messaging him saying like yo i want you to move in with me right now and dave's like uh carrie we've already talked about this this isn't anything i want like i don't really like i don't know what you're talking about and carrie's like well if you don't want to move in with me fine fuck you go fuck yourself i found somebody else Woo! yo And so Dave's like, shit, like, this is not the person I've been seeing. But in his mind, he's like, maybe I dodged a bullet, like, shit. Yeah. So Carrie's behavior has completely done a 180. So moving into, like, November 2012, so now Carrie is completely blowing up his phone. So, like, Dave's getting about a 1,000 texts and emails a day and they're all calling Liz like really, really, really terrible names. Like they're very vulgar. Day? Yes, dude. Like it's just like this whole thing is nuts. Oh so my God. Dave is kind of handling it because, like, you know, he's he's having all these messages come through and he really cared for Carrie. And he's like, this is fucking weird. But he's also working full time and caring for his kids half time with his ex wife. So, He's like, is this question, like, do I bring this to police? Is this question for concern? Like, what do I do? So he considered bringing it to the police, but he figured he could kind of handle it. And he's like, well, given the opportunity, I'll just talk to her and calm her down. Right? Yeah. So moving forward on November 21st, 2012, the police show up at Dave's work. And they talk to the gentleman that works the counter and the guy that works the counter goes back and get Dave and Dave, you know, he's like, yo, there's cops here for you. So Dave goes and talks to them. And they're like, Hey, we have a missing person report for your ex-girlfriend, Carrie. And he's like, what? He's like, how would you have an ex person, like an, a missing person report when I have been getting all of these messages. So Dave absolutely like immediately hands over all of his phones, like everything he's like, shouldn't say phones he probably has one phone but like any <laughs> mobile device computer he's like here you go like like I, I she's she's been harassing me I was going to talk to you guys so I have no idea what's going on anyways so the police then go and talk to Carrie's mother okay because now they're like really they're like okay she's missing but her ex-boyfriend or her ex-partner is getting all these messages. So that's kind of weird. But her phone is blowing people up. Exactly. So they go and talk to Carrie's mom. And uh, Carrie's like, yeah, like this person is, Carrie is like a very, very excellent mother. Like this behavior is is very unusual. 
And um, I did get a weird text from her and it said, hey, I'm moving to Nebraska. Please take care of my son. And what? yeah, and Carrie's mom's like, that's so left field. Like that, like Max is her entire universe. Yeah, like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then like getting the notes from Dave where Dave, the ex-partner was like, I've never, ever seen any behavior like this from her before. So everything is super alarming. So now this has gone from a potential harassment charge to a missing person and a child abandonment charge for Carrie. So they pop back to Carrie's mom again and they're like, can you give us any insight on your daughter? And so Carrie's mom's like, well, you know, she did suffer from some bipolar disorder and, you know, it's unlikely, but given the circumstances, potentially maybe she did fall off her meds. Oh, gosh. So the police were like, okay, well, if you hear anything, just let us know, because, you know, that's pretty fucking serious. The very next day. Carrie's mom calls the police and says, hey, like my daughter texted me last night and she sent me a photo of a check and it's for five grand and I'm supposed to let some person into her apartment to get all of her furniture. Like the the check value is for all of her furniture in her apartment because she's moving away. What the fuck? Yeah. And the cops are like, okay, send us the photo. And the photos, the photo had the, it was the picture of the check and it was signed by a Shannon uh, Gallier. Gallier, whatever. And they're like, they're like, oh, that's interesting. Which actually, Shannon went by Liz. Oh shit! So Liz is Dave's ex-girlfriend. So the police immediately go back to Liz, and they're like, hey, (laughs) why is your name on this check? And Liz is like, no, I never wrote that check, but this woman has been texting me pictures of my own kids and texting me threats for weeks now. And I have no idea what to do about it. So she's saying that Carrie has been stalking her and sending her pictures of like her apartment and her house. And like when she's out getting groceries and she's like, I feel super unsafe. And she's like, apparently she's forging my name. So, Oh my God. So, If one was to speculate, Carrie would be actively trying to drive a wedge between Liz and Dave. Yes. Right? Yes. But because of this, they have a common bond. So now Liz and Dave are reconnecting and they're getting closer and they're hanging out more and they're like staying over each other's houses because these threats are coming in to both of them. Hmm. They're like, for example, like, if they're hanging out with one another, they're both their phones are blowing up at the same time, basically with threats from the same person. Oh, that's terrifying. That's fucking terrifying. Yes. But so also the police, block. Yes. So the, yeah, exactly. So the police go to the internet. They're trying to find any source of carry anywhere. They're like, where can we find anything for this woman? Uh, and and there's constantly new, like new profiles are constantly popping up too, so it's even more confusing. So one day Dave walks outside his apartment block and he finds Carrie's car just parked there. So he's like, "What the fuck?" So he calls the police. So the police come out and they take the whole car and they send it to the the uh, forensics. They 
sweep it for fingerprints. They find nothing, but they they do actually find one fingerprint on like a mint container, but they can't track it to anything. There's zero hits. They don't even match it to carry. What? Yeah. So months keep going on. The harassment gets worse. Liz reports that her her like car has been vandalized. Her house has been broken into. Like everything is escalating. It's getting bonkers. On August 17th, 2013, Dave gets an email that says, it's from Carrie, and it says, I'm burning down Liz's house. I hope her kids and animals are in it. So Dave, like, freaks out, and then he gets a phone call from Liz, and Liz is like, yo, my house burned down, and her dog, Snake, and a couple cats were inside, like two cats were inside. And the kids were not, but the dog, the snake, and the two cats died. No! Yeah, I should have said trigger warning. This is the worst case you've ever done. Yes. So the house is fully totaled. The house is done. They find accelerants all over the place. Like, they know that someone actually burnt it down. So that's correct. So moving forward, the harassment kind of slows down. So no one and no one has seen Carrie in about probably 10, like visually seen Carrie in 10 months. She's like missed her birthday. She's missed her son's graduation. It's just it's just fucking weird. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Liz shows up at the like moving forward. Liz shows up at the police department and she's like, hey. I need to file another harassment complaint. Yes. And they're like, with, with, okay, what's going on? Because they already know what's going on with Carrie. So, like, what's going on? And Liz is like, Amy, Dave's ex, Amy Flores, like, I need to file a complaint about Amy. And they're like, well, what's going on? And so Liz sends a bunch of like different emails and stuff to the police that Amy sent to her. And they're all like threatening like Liz and her kids and like calling Liz names and like, but they're very, very similar to the ones that she was getting from Carrie. Like, all the grammar is very similar. Oh, girl. Yeah, and Liz is like, yeah, exactly. The grammar and everything's similar. So I think it's been Amy the whole time. Like, I don't think it was Carrie. I think it was Amy. Dang. And the police, the police are like, okay, that's interesting. And then the very next day, Liz is walking on that trail and gets shot in the leg. Hmm. So now we're back at where we started the story. So Liz gets shot in the leg and she's laying beside her red car and the police show up and they rush her to the hospital and they have to get her into, like she's going in and out of consciousness on the way to the hospital. So they get her into surgery. She's lost a fuckload of blood. They managed to save her life, but it's like the fuck like that. It was a reasonably serious injury. So after hours of surgery, and the surgeons, two of the surgeons has very dis- different op- opinions of her injury. Like they were like, mm, okay. But then the police bring Amy in for questioning and she has absolutely no fucking idea what they're talking about. And she has a witness that places her in her own hometown, which is nowhere near there. So they're like, all right. So they ask uh, when Amy or sorry, when uh, Liz com- comes out of surgery and she's conscious, they're like, can you send us, all of your emails and your YouTube links or like whatever. And like, we're also going to look at all these emails and YouTube links and we're going to figure it out. And Amy or Liz is like, okay, yeah, cool. So they end up finding absolutely nothing up until they find a YouTube link of quote unquote, 
Carrie walking around Dave's apartment filming. And it's been uploaded to YouTube, but the IP address that it's linked to was not Carrie. Oh, oh shit. Digital footprint. Exactly. It was fucking Liz. So. No way. On December, Liz is such a sneaky bitch. She sucks. On December 14th, 2015, they request Liz comes in to ask her questions about Amy. So Liz, like, casually strolls in and they're like, yo, we just want to ask you some questions about Amy. Did I skip a part? Oh, wait, no, I didn't. I'm okay, okay. Okay, they're like, we want to ask you some questions about Amy. They're like, we, re- we found remains. And oh uh, Liz is like, oh, shit, really? And they're like, yeah, we found remains. And we think Amy knows what it is, but we don't know. So I'm like, if you, like, you have contact with her, can you please ask her and, like, figure out what's going on? And Liz is, uh, like, obviously, like, yeah, totally. I'll, like, I got you. Liz, is, Liz thinks she has the exclusive. <laughs> so they let her go. And immediately after they let her go, they get emails from Amy. Or, sorry, my names are all fucked up from Liz that are from Amy. Cause Liz is like creating these emails and forwarding them. Yeah. Yes. And it's from a, it's from Amy finger quotations. And she's like, yes, like I stabbed Carrie in the stomach a bunch of times. And then I burnt, I threw her in the back of her own car and like burned her body and, and like hucked her somewhere. Oh my God. Who admits to stuff over text? Some basic bitch. Never admit to anything ever that could be copied. So, police, because they already found Carrie's car. Remember when Dave was like, yo, Carrie's car is in my parking lot? Yes. They had already searched it and they didn't find anything. So, police were like, fuck this noise. So, they like went back. The car had been through a couple owners at this point. They got the car back. They ripped all of the fabric apart. Like, fucking gutted this thing at this point. They ended up finding a blood stain and it did match um, Carrie's DNA. So they're like, shit. And then they went back to that fingerprint they had no ID for and actually matched it to stupid Liz. Oh my fucking God, Liz. I know. And then they're like, well, fuck us because this is, this is the part I hate about the court system. It's like, "Mm, circumstantial evidence because we don't have a body. So they're like, well, we can't actually, it's like the Tara Calico case where they're like, we don't have a body, but we know who did it. So we're just going to sit. But instead, they didn't sit. They were like, let's go. So the police were like, Dave, get your kids and fucking yeet. This this chick's nuts. And Dave was like, fuck. So Dave was out. Oh, my then, God. Yes. Run, yeah. Dave. And then the police were like, you know what? We're going to. This is this is the one case. It was a slow burn, but they did it. This is the one case where they actively did their job, where they're like, Liz is actively actually stalking Amy and is an actual danger to Amy and her children. So immediately they're like, Liz, we got to bring you in. You're going to come in. We're arresting you right now. And they're like, Liz, get your kids and go. You as well. You should go. And then Dave was like, hey, by the way, I have this tablet that was uh, Liz's. I forgot. You should look at this. And they're like, oh, shit. Okay, cool. But it was formatted, so everything was deleted. But the cops are like, shh, we got nerds. It's cool. So they unformatted that shit. I'm a tech person. Unformatted isn't the word, but just deal with me. Anyways, 
And they found there was like all this old deleted photos. And they also found old photos of like a dead foot that was half burned with the tattoos. They're like, yo, we're going to bring this back to the poor mother of the deceased Carrie and be like, what tattoo did your daughter have? And she's like a Chinese symbol that said mother. Boom. Same tattoo. Dum Dum Liz has a burnt foot on her tablet. Booyah. Go to jail. Dumb fuck. I feel like people don't understand that like. A, the cloud saves everything. B, data can always be found. Yeah. Like, Anyways, stupid, 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 stupid. Liz, you're so, dumb. Life in prison for Liz, May 2017, when her trial. Um, she waived her right to a journey. They didn't have a body, and it was one of the fewer cases that she got committed for first-degree murder and got life in prison. Suck it, Liz. Yeah. And also, like, Jesus fuck, that is elaborate as hell. And she she was using apps like so. It, I I will say because we're in Canada, so it's much different here. But in America, you can use a plethora of different apps to change your number and change your email to communicate with people. Hence, like online sugar baby, sugar daddy scams and like. Yeah, I have one on my phone. Really? I have I have two phone numbers on my phone and one's from a free app because at some point during like the pandemic I had to contact some of my clients and I didn't want them having my real phone number so I downloaded this app dude okay we gotta talk later because with all those like stupid scam things part of me is like oh you want to pretend you're gonna give me okay so one time this dude's like hey I want to give you five grand I'm like sick cool send it to me and we'll talk and he's like no give me your phone number I was like no <laughs> yeah you give him this phone number and it's just exactly. a random assigned phone number and i can only keep it if i message from it once at least once a month yeah that's what i want and i told jordan i'm like this was gonna happen he was like damn it didn't happen and i was like i told him to put his money where his mouth is but like anyway. you could literally just get like an out of service iphone get some wi-fi download it put up an ipn blocker and boom we are going to have a conversation later but what I was saying was in the in the United States that those technologies are way more readily available. Like for example, Google yeah. offers you Google phone numbers and stuff. Yeah. And like so on and so on. So in Canada it's a little bit more difficult, but apparently Jill's telling me it's <laughs> less difficult than I think it is. But anyways, there you go. I like, um I like how it. did I connect this crime? Okay, what was our topic? The simple life. The simple life. Is it because they weren't allowed phones and this whole case was about phones? No. Okay. Mm, there was no trailer. Nobody named Tinkerbell. I was literally like, what's the topic? And I was like, Darina Jeans. And I was like, no. <laughs> well, no, no. It's the same, same. It's the same era. Kind okay. of. It's a little older. It stretched into like 2014 and shit. But, did, uh, did the ladies all have bad eyebrows? Yes. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? No, that's it. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, what else was skinny? What else was skinny? So fucking bad. eyebrows! Oh my fucking god! So bad because Carrie shouldn't have died, and she was an amazing human being. But oh my god, I'm googling everybody immediately. I need to see the eyebrows. My eyebrows are. Not Shut up! Was that real? I feel so smart. No, wow. that was You're right. See, there you go. Oh my god. 
Those are the brows like I dreamed of having. <laughs> they're, they're the they're the sperm brows with the big circle at the front and they're skinny. Yeah. Okay, shout out to anybody listening. Do what you want with your eyebrows, but do not pluck them, shave them, because at least they'll grow back. Or wax them. I waxed mine. Oh my god, just plucking out the follicles, like, though, can, can ruin it, and then they don't come back. Yeah, this, I'm proof. I'm Before proof. Before you're, like, 25, don't permanently fuck up your eyebrows. I am proof. Oh my god, I feel so smart. It's that 7.30pm coffee. <laughs> Uh, I, can I can't I can't as... believe I was like she'll never she'll never I mean <laughs> if you can shit you. on a towel I'm gonna get there I felt like that meme of the guy with the board and all the red lines <laughs> <laughs> that's me but I didn't talk about poop I'm so proud of you thank you thank you oh my god nailed it we did so good I'm and... glad the end of every podcast is like congratulating ourselves yeah <laughs> And we did an intro, which we'll, we'll at one point add. Thanks, Ben. And we didn't talk about Breath of the Wild. Yet. No, I haven't played it in a week, so I have nothing to report on. Oh, God, me too. Uh, highly recommend the Amiibos, though. I know I want one. It's my birthday on Friday, just in case you feel like being generous. I don't want to get you anything. Oh, that's fair. Let's not start a trend. Never get me anything. Oh, my God. No present trends. We are having a garage sale this weekend, and let me tell you, Tara is giving away a lot of things that I gave her, and I was like, fair enough. I want to, more than anything, go to your garage sale, but I can't until... Those are clothes. But, okay, save me things. All of that that is clothes. I don't get paid. Okay, so if I come by, can I just, like, pick out things that fit me, and then when I get paid, I can come get them? Oh, obviously, yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's, like, totally fine. That's my birthday present. Like, yeah, Jordan will send me money. No, no, I will, because he doesn't pay for anything I have. Ugh, useless. I know. Well, that's called being uh, an independent relationship, which you and Tara are, so you understand completely. Whoop, whoop. If she wanted to pay for stuff, I'm not going to say no. I just don't want to pay for her stuff, because it's my money. <laughs> exactly. Uh, also, I had some, like, kind of cool crime news Oh. today. I don't know all the details, so I'm paraphrasing it in the best way I know how, which is I probably read it on Instagram or Facebook. Shout out to my news sources. Um, but you know, the, like, the Nirvana CD cover with the little naked baby? Oh, yeah, I saw this. Go. Naked Go baby is, like, suing the band for child pornography. And I was like, shout out to you, my dude. But also, like, thanks for being the most iconic baby. Also, I always forget that baby is naked. Yeah, I have feelings about that. Like, why was that okay? Well, first of yeah, okay, sure. But, like, is it the band's fault or was it his parents' fault? Oh, they're all at fault. Yeah. He'll probably sue his parents when he has all the money from Nirvana. Mm-hmm. But good for him. Weird news. Life is weird. If I was him, I would have done that because that's like, I mean, it's a, yeah, it's, yep, child pornography, a thousand percent. There's no way around that. That's exactly what it is. I love money, so. And also, I love money. Um, (laughs) I, I don't think, I hope he was never affected by that in, in reality. 
Also that. But, yeah, good for him. So, like, shout out to Naked Baby. Shout out to Eyebrows. Shout out to The Simple Life. Shout out to us. Who else should we shout out? Our new Uh, intro. Shout out to our intro that you may or may not hear, depending how good it is. But if you hear it, great. If not, we're so sorry again. Um, Shout out to Ben. Shout out to Ben. The best critic ever. Shout out. Shout out to Craft Singles. Yeah. Shout out. If you want to shout out. Hey, we should record this part, too, so I don't have to say it every time. Wow. Uh, Wait, one more. One more before we before we record that part. Yeah. Shout out shout out to my one friend Justin that thinks he doesn't like cats, but he he'll figure it out. Oh my god, cats are great. I know. He's such a he's he's working on himself. You know what? All pets are great. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I love them. I'm not okay. on team anything. Uh but if you want to give us a shout out or uh better yet, send us a photo of your pet at deepnerder and if you want to send it via email put a at gmail.com on the end of that mm-hmm. i might answer it i think i remember the password um other than that it's august <laughs> Bleh. wear your mask we're not out of this shit yet and i want to have a nice time and fucking just let your eyebrows grow you know what? On that note, just let your coochie hair grow. Who cares? Oh, and live the simple life. Absolutely. Thanks All right. again. Bye. Bye. <laughs>